Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called His Plans Escalated to Murder from user Snarfblad in Concert. Sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. At age 12, I started babysitting for family friends who had three daughters ages four to seven. They lived in a cul-de-sac where nearly every home housed a young couple with children in elementary school. The neighborhood was extremely close-knit, like the 1950s American block party communities. They had a communal policy on using one another's toys. Any kid could use a play structure in someone else's yard at any time without asking. Shortly after I started working in the neighborhood, they revised the rule to any time a family is not using a babysitter to watch their kids to ensure I would not get overwhelmed supervising a swarm of kids I wasn't paid to watch. It was thus more or less known when parents were going out and leaving someone else in charge of their children. I was welcome to take the girls to play in any other yard as they wanted. Their parents even gave me permission to let them play in someone else's yard or sandbox independently if I needed a short break. Being an avid babysitter's club reader, I didn't leave the girls outside unsupervised ever. I would wait until someone else wanted a water or bathroom break and then corralled everyone inside temporarily. Similarly, when the girls wanted to play in the treehouse owned by an older couple a few doors up the street, I climbed up, despite a slight fear of heights, and crouched in the little house with them, despite feelings of claustrophobia, to follow my own rule. I don't recall whether my everyone inside, everyone outside together rule preceded the first odd interaction I had with the immediate next door neighbor or not. But when the police questioned the girls I babysat years later, they said nothing bad ever happened when I watched them because I set up that weird, sometimes annoying, rule. One day while playing basketball with the girls in the driveway, the next door neighbor came outside in a baseball cap and sunglasses and sat down on his second story deck to read a paperback. I later noticed he turned his chair around 180 degrees to face us and the basketball hoop. I couldn't tell if he was looking at us. He had no reaction to me staring at him, flipping pages in the book like someone would when reading. This behavior repeated every time we played basketball for the five years I watched the girls. Eventually, once I noticed him in the chair, 
accessories on, I would suggest a game we could play inside or in the front yard, but out of view. The strange neighbor was familiar to me as he went to my church. I have never seen someone kneel in a pew, head bowed and hands folded, with the same level of intensity before or since. Once when my family was seated behind him, the priest came over to ask me to lead the children's mass during the homily because the usual person was out sick. This guy turned around and glared at me like I personally set out to interrupt his prayer time. When I worked in the church nursery during various masses, I would often make eye contact with him as he waited in line outside the nursery door to use the restroom. From what I gleaned from our family friends and other people in the neighborhood, the odd basketball observer was a nice guy who gave up his apartment and job in the city to move in with and care for his sick, elderly mother. Since everyone thought he was great, and since he went to church, I figured I was in the wrong for finding him creepy. Even as young as 12, I was used to guys in their 40 seconds and 50 seconds asking me to go somewhere with them or driving by slowly as I walked, biked, jogged to make lewd comments. I figured I was projecting those experiences onto this awkward, quiet guy who was not doing anything wrong. For instance, I was certain that if the guy... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My next door was a creep. He would not miss the opportunity to watch with his sunglasses on and book in hand while the kids and I went swimming each summer when the family opened their above-ground pool. But he never set foot out on his deck when the kids and I donned swimsuits to play in the pool or backyard. I was more convinced I was conceited and mean. Then when I was 15 or 16, I caught him looking in the window as I cleaned up after movie night. The girls and I put on a film after bath time, and instead of watching it theater style in total darkness, we kept some lights on so I could braid the girls' hair. The big screen TV we used for movies was located in an addition to the house with floor-to-ceiling windows. Though my parents were OCD about shutting blinds and curtains when the sun went down to prevent people from seeing in, our family friends had no window treatments on the big, modern windows. When I turned off the last light in the room, a floor lamp right next to a window facing the neighbor's house, I could see into the darkness outside where the weird man sat on his deck in a chair in line with the window I was looking through. I looked over my shoulder and realized he had a line of sight on where the girls and I sat on the floor during the movie. As I looked back towards the house, I glimpsed him hustling inside. I would have doubted I'd seen him at all if had he not left the chair in an unusual spot. After watching him turn the chair around to read during many a basketball match, I knew where the chair sat that night, facing the window into the family room, was not the chair's usual position on the deck. After that incident, I would suggest playing board games in another room or insist on watching movies theater style to ensure he could not peep at what we did at night. Once the girls were asleep, I avoided the family room entirely because I was paranoid about being watched. If I wasn't in the kitchen doing homework or reading, away from all windows, I'd walk around the original first floor footprint of the house, where all the windows had curtains. The first time the parents noticed my change in routine, they insisted I could watch TV or movies in the family room. I didn't mention anything to them because I was worried my concerns were silly and conceited. 
When I was 17, my family heard an evening cable news story about a man in our town caught in a police sting operation in which a woman pretended to prostitute her two-year-old. When they raided his house, the police found a ton of child pornography on his computer. Our family friends called a couple weeks later. They wanted to know how I knew the young man next door to them was not safe. He was the guy I'd heard about on TV. As they described it, the police found his blog where he wrote about his obsession with one of the girls who lived next door to him. It detailed his fantasies involving her and his plans to act on them. Things like lying in the treehouse for hours hoping to corner her when she climbed up alone to play. Many of his entries focused on taking advantage of or kidnapping the girl while the babysitter was in charge. In his head, babysitters were like the ones in old movies, talking to friends on the phone or making out with a boy they invited over instead of caring for the children. As it became clear I did neither one of those things, his plans evolved to killing the babysitter, taking the girl, and getting out of Dodge. After talking to the girls to ensure they were not victims, the police suggested I might know something to have acted the way I did. All the pieces, the frequent run-ins at the church when I had children in my care, or the weird things he did when he knew I was watching the kids next door, all fit together cohesively. I was relieved I was not mean-spirited or imagining things. I was perhaps conceited, the focus was not on me but on the children, but I was not crazy. I recognize I was not the person most at risk in this situation, and yet, suburb pedo and would-be murderer, let's not meet again. That was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.